And now it is time for Force RM's Radio Church. Being New Year's Day, Pastor Jeff Grant from the Uniting Church in Serena is going to bring us a message called A New Hope. Got a couple of songs before we hear from Pastor Jeff. First up, in keeping with the message he'll be bringing, this is We the Kingdom with a song called God So Loved.
Kingdom with a song called God So Loved, a song that's in keeping with the message that Pastor Jeff Grant's going to be bringing us, and he's chosen one more song that we begin the service with. Here's Matt Redman with Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. There are many more than 10,000 reasons to bless him. After this, we'll hear from Pastor Jeff.
this is Jeff Grant speaking, pastor of the United Church in Serena. And we just listened to Matt Redman as he sang, uh, Bless my soul, bless the Lord, oh my soul, 10,000 reasons. One of the most popular Christian songs today. This is for Serena Mackay, 107.5 FM, and you're listening to Radio Church. And may God bless you today as you've tuned in, and we'll share this time together and enjoy the music and the preaching, God willing. And I look forward to what I'm going to share with you in a few moments. Let's begin with prayer. Our Father, how wonderful it is to know you and trust you and have the eternal hope that this life has purpose and meaning and that you've planned for those who believe in you to spend eternity with you. You're a great God, full of majesty and glory and honour and holiness and goodness and love and mercy. And we praise you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Dear ones, I'd like to share with you a reading from Psalm 28. Psalm 28. Unto you do I cry, O Lord, my rock. Be not deaf and silent to me, lest if you be silent to me, I become like those going down to the grave. Hear the voice of my supplication as I cry to you for help. As I lift my hands towards your innermost sanctuary, drag me not away with the wicked, with the workers of iniquity who speak peace with their neighbours, but malice and mischief are in their hearts. Repay them, Lord, according to their work and the wickedness of their doings. Repay them according to the work of their hands. Render to them what they deserve. Because they regard not the works of the Lord, nor the operations of his hand. He will break them down and not rebuild them. Blessed be the Lord, because he has heard the voice of my supplication. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, relies on and confidently leans on him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song will I praise him. The Lord is their strength, and he is the stronghold of salvation to me, his anointed. Save your people and bless your inheritance. Nourish and shepherd them and carry them forever. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. And now we're going to hear from Bill and Gloria Gaith as they sing, There's Something About That Name. Here they are.
mere mention of his name can calm the storm, heal the broken, raise the dead. At the name of Jesus, I've seen sin-hardened men melted, derelicts transformed, the lights of hope put into the eyes of a hopeless child. At the name of Jesus, hatred and bitterness turn to love and forgiveness. Arguments cease. I've heard a mother softly breathe his name at the bedside of a child, delirious from fever. And I've watched as that little body grew quiet and the fever brow cool. I've sat beside a dying saint, her body racked with pain, who in those final fleeting seconds summoned her last ounce of ebbing strength to whisper her sweetest name. Emperors have tried to destroy it. Philosophies have tried to stamp it out. Tyrants have tried to wash it from the face of the earth with the very blood of those who claimed it. Yet it still stands. And there shall be that final day when every voice that has ever uttered a sound, every voice of Adam's race shall raise in one mighty chorus to proclaim the name of Jesus. For in that day every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is truly Lord. So you see, there is something about that name. to Radio Church on 4 Sharon Mackay, 107.5 FM. As we begin a new year, I've called today's Bible message a new hope. God bless you as you respond to God's Word. Now, my message comes from the book of 1 Thessalonians, verse 4, 13 to 18. I just need to give you a bit of background here. Paul uh, had been to that church some time before and a large number of converts um, began the church Paul had to flee because of violent persecution uh, down in, into Greece and uh, he sent Timothy back to find out how they were going when his disciple Timothy returned to him he told them a number of questions the Thessalonians had and one of them was about loved ones who would die and when Paul wrote back the letter we know as 1 Thessalonians, he answered all their questions, including this one. And that's what I'm sharing today. Uh, I've called this message a new hope. And we have a new hope, number one, because Jesus Christ is returning. I'll read to you 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind, who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. We have a new hope, dear ones, because Jesus Christ is returning. And Paul wanted these people in Thessalonica not to be distressed, because they thought that somehow their loved ones who had died in the few months while he was away... What was in store for them? Was there a resurrection? Was there heaven? Was there a future? Was there eternity? They didn't understand. They wanted to know. And Paul says, Now, I want to give you the facts, the truth, so that you won't be like all these people who have no hope. 
in D1. So I was just checking statistics, and it seems like uh, less than 70% of Australians say they belong to a Christian church. And uh, uh, roughly only 50% of those who were surveyed say they actually believe uh, in the God of the Bible. So Australia, which once used to be a Christian country, is now full of many people who have all kinds of ideas, atheists, and they may belong to other religions, but they really have no hope about heaven and about the future. But I want to think, when I take a funeral, it's very clear from the things that people say to me and the questions people ask me that most people have a, a kind of a blind optimism that there'll be a life after death and we'll meet, we'll meet the deceased again and, and things like that. But it's nothing definite. There's no assurance. There's no, there's no conviction. And I want all of us to have conviction about the hope that Jesus Christ has brought us through his death and his resurrection. So Paul says to them, I don't want you to grieve. Certainly there's a grief about the loss of a beloved, beloved friend or relative, but not to grieve that uh, we'll never see them again, or there's no future for them, or they, they just died like the animals. And Paul goes on to say that uh, we believe, he says this quite a few times in this book of First Thessalonians, we believe that Jesus died and rose again. He was the first one. He's the first fruits of our eternal life. And God raised him from the dead after his crucifixion on the cross to prove to us that eternal life is going to be our inheritance too. And then he also says, uh, Paul says in First Thessalonians 4, in verse 14, For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe also that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. That is, I'll just rephrase that. God will bring back when Jesus returns all those who have gone before who believed in him. Now we know, as Paul did, that to die is to be with Christ. When he wrote to the Philippian church, he was wondering whether he was going to die very shortly. And he says, I don't know which to choose, whether to, uh, to stay with you or to go and be with Jesus. But I've, I've decided it's better to stay with you temporarily for all the, all the blessings I can share with you. So there's no question in Paul's mind and in the mind of every Bible-believing believer that we're going to heaven when we die. But much of the world has no assurance about death. Christ will return from heaven one day. Nobody knows when it is, and those who say they do are liars. Jesus said not even, not even he knows when the day will come, only the Father. Christ will return from heaven one day, and he'll bring all the dead believers with him. So they are also still alive now in heaven, waiting for that day when Jesus will return. What a wonderful privilege and promise. What a blessed faith to have that he's going to return and he'll set all things right in this world. Let's think about that and what it means to have this new hope. We have a new hope because Jesus Christ is returning. Let's pause there for a moment. And listen to Carrie Underwood, and she's going to sing Victory in Jesus.
I hope you enjoyed that. That was Carrie Underwood on 4CRM's Radio Church on the first the first day of the new year. Jeff Grant here, and I'm sharing a sermon with you I've called A New Hope. We've looked at uh, there's a new hope because Christ is returning. And the second part of this message from 1 Thessalonians 4 is we have a new hope because of the resurrection, which we've already briefly mentioned. We have a new hope because of the resurrection. I'll read to you verses 15 and 16 of 1 Thessalonians 4. According to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. We have a new hope because of the resurrection, and God has promised this in Scripture. In the Old Testament, yes, but very clearly in the new one. And the living will see their dead relatives alive. When Christ returns, it says, and this is a mystery, he's going to bring with him those who have fallen asleep. And three spectacular things will happen. Oh, four, actually, counting the first one, that Christ will come down. But when he does, three things will follow. There will be a cry of command. He will call all who have died in Christ by name. Now, that sounds a big, a big task, but nothing's impossible for Jesus. Remember when he raised Lazarus from the dead, he called him by name because that was a common tomb he'd been put into. His body had been there for four days. And Jesus called out, Lazarus, come out. If he'd have just said, come out, but there would have been lots of people coming out. But when Jesus returns, he will return with a loud command and he will call by name all who have died believing in Jesus Christ. The archangel, with a loud voice, he will be gathering all, and none will be overlooked. Some people think, does it matter whether I'm, I'm buried or I'm cremated? No, it doesn't, because God has the power who created all the universe to find every part of us and put our body together, and we'll have a spiritual body. And then there's a trumpet call of God. The moment has arrived, and God is making that claim, that clear making it clear and plain and the Christian dead will rise first what a wonderful picture <laughs> the resurrection is real and Christ was that first fruit and all believers both dead and alive on earth will be part of the final return and resurrection now there is a mystery here because it said back in verse 14 that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep and then in verse 15, it says that the dead in Christ will rise. Now, it's marvelous how the Bible doesn't try to explain these anomalies, these things that, that they can't both be true. Are they coming with Jesus or are they coming out of the ground? Both is true. Because dead believers are already with him in glory. It's their bodies, the parts, their physical parts, that will be raised and turned into spiritual bodies. Isn't that great? Do you realise that? You have this hope that because you believe in Jesus Christ, when you pass from this life, he's going to miss you in heaven. You'll spend eternity with him, however long it takes before he returns. And then you'll be part of that marvelous day when the whole world will see the return 
of Jesus Christ and the resurrection of all believers. They'll be raised first. Those out of Christ, outside of Christ who don't believe, there'll be, be a second resurrection at a time later. We're going to be there, you and I who believe in Jesus, because he's a wonderful God and he loves us who put our faith in him. We'll stop there for a brief moment and we'll have another song now from Steve Green. And Steve Green's going to sing God and God Alone. Here he is.
with Steve Green singing God and God Alone. And this is for CRM Mackay, 107.5 FM. Jeff Grant here on New Year's Day and my message, A New Hope. We have a new hope because Christ is returning. We have a new hope because of the resurrection. And dear ones, we have a new hope because of the reunion. And that's in verses 17 and 18 of our text, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. I'll read it for you. And now after that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Our new hope is because of his return, because of the resurrection, and now because of the reunion. Now, after the resurrection of all the deceased believers, it says here that if you and I are alive when that happens, we will be caught up with them together in the clouds. Now, the word for caught up uh, in, in the Latin will be translated rapture, will be raptured. There's a lot of people have a lot of varying ideas about the rapture, but that's when it's going to happen. It'll happen at the return of Christ. When he comes, he's seen. He'll... He'll appear on the clouds, all will see him, and all the believers will be caught up with Christ in the air to meet uh, the, the dead believers who have already been raised uh, and who are returning with him all at once. This is happening. It's the most enormous, wonderful reunion of all time. I don't know about you, but I've never been to a school reunion. And my school was down in New South Wales, and I left that area and moved all around the world, actually, but here I am in Queensland and I've never been to a school reunion. And it'd be lovely to talk with people and find out how they've done it in life and what kind of careers and they'd all be retired by now mostly. But this will be a different reunion. This will be the reunion of all our loved ones for the last several thousand years. In fact, ever since humans were on the earth, all believers in Jesus Christ will all be together forever with him. What a picture, what a story. That's what it says. We'll meet Christ in the air. We'll all be with Christ forever. And as a consequence, we ought to encourage one another. He says, therefore, encourage one another with these words, not like those who don't have any hope. For we have this wonderful hope that Christ is returning. There will be a resurrection and there will be this marvelous reunion. And these words are true. They're words that Jesus Christ said and the Apostle Paul and the Scriptures repeat over and over. Dear ones, our new hope is for the return of Christ and to be raised with Him and to be with Him and all with all our believing loved ones forever. Now I want to share with you a poem. Now this is a very famous poem. It's written by Minnie Louise Hoskins and it was made famous by King George VI as he read this poem during his Christmas message, Christmas 1939, World War II had begun and the king wanted to give the people hope. And this is what the poem says. And I said to the man who stood at the gate of the year, give me a light that I might tread safely into the unknown. And he replied, go out into the darkness and put your hand into the hand of God. That shall be to you better than light and safer than a known way. So I went forth, and finding the hand of God, trod gladly into the night, 
and he led me towards the hills and the breaking of day in the lone east. Spoken by King George VI, 1939 Christmas broadcast. And I wanted to share with you too because a new year is beginning. And we want to spend this year with our hand in the hand of God. Because he's given us these wonderful promises that whatever befalls us in this life, the end is secure and certain. And we can be absolutely assured of how the story of our life on earth is going to win. I hope that fills you with joy and with hope as it does for me. We've come almost to the end of our message, our time together. I've got two songs for you. First of all, from Jim Reeves as he sings for us, It is no secret what God can do. Church on 4CRM Mackay 107.5 FM on New Year's Day. And now Robert Mark is going to sing How Great 
Are you Lord?
That was Robert Mark. Beloved, we've come to the end of our Radio Church broadcast on 4CRN Mackay. And I'll share with you a message I called A New Hope. We have a new hope, dear ones, because Jesus Christ is returning. We have a new hope because we're all going to be part of the resurrection from the dead. Those because those who have put their faith in Jesus Christ. And we have a new hope because of the reunion with loved ones who have passed away. Here's our closing doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above you, heavenly host. Praise Father, Son and Holy Ghost. We close now with two final songs of praise. First of all, Rebecca Hart is going to sing Majesty. Glory, honor, and praise. 
enjoy that one of my favourite songs from Rebecca Hart. And our Hill song, in conclusion, will sing their song, Cornerstone. Goodbye and God bless you till we meet again.